0: So welcome back to style and direction direction <laughs> that's right uh, a mentor podcast without the stuffiness uh if you have if you've forgotten what i sound like in my trademark lisp this is ethan m wong
1: my name is spencer Oddie.
0: and like the band stained it's been a while i think
1: we say um, that we've said that for the last three episodes which is yeah, really good indication uh, of uh our, our content <laughs> output <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think this. I think this officially counts as like season two now because of how <laughs> long we've been on hiatus. Yeah, it's been Actually,
1: a busy, a busy summer, <laughs> and then even close though our last
0: episode, well, yeah, well, our last episode was in October.
1: Mm. I so don't even it, remember what that one was about.
0: <laughs> it was about YouTubers. Go, go listen to right. that one. Um, so basically, uh, for those of you who have been listening to this, you know, for a while, you guys should know that the basic format is. We have a guest. We talk to them, and then we discuss a topic. Mm -hmm. And while that's great, um,
1: it's tough to get guests.
0: It is tough. Yeah, it's tough to get guests. Uh, And to work around their schedule. because we we have them. Yeah. Yeah. And I I, know we have we have a lot of willing people. It's just kind of hard to work around the schedules. You know, I get off work really late. Spencer also can get off work late. Yeah, different time Um, zones. Yeah, and it's been a really it's been hard to kind of do all that. You know. I think we're, if, we, if we do have a guest in the future, we'll probably bring them on and do it live with them, kind of like we did with the Raj episode mm-hmm. a couple a couple episodes ago. Um, but basically, we thought that we'd go back and kind of change up the format a little bit and kind of talk about stuff that we haven't talked about on the blog in a long time. Yeah, uh, Kind of give our point of view on, I guess, menswear, which is exactly what this podcast was going to be. But we, we at first, we thought that people would get bored of hearing us talk. But, but then
1: we realized it's all that they want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, the common consensus was, is that when are you guys going to make more episodes yeah. out of like the 10 people that listen to this? And we're like, you know what? We're just going to start making them and uh, and start pushing them out. Yeah. The so we're going to
1: start having kind of like mini because, I mean, the, the little peek behind the curtain, the recording process for regular episodes with guests can be like two or three hours. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, that also puts kind of a damper on things. So we're going to, we're going to put out these, like, you know, the plan is 30 minute to 45 minute episodes. We'll see how long it ends up being. Cause we both like to talk. So
0: <laughs> and talk, we do. Uh huh. Um, so yeah, hopefully you guys will like this new format. Uh, we just want to give us a little introduction for that. Um, and another peek behind the curtains, basically, if you guys don't know, Tanner Guzzy does a lot of these mini sodes and um he he did a thinly veiled yeah, he did a thinly veiled episode on cultural marxism he never he never said it specifically, but he talked about how like feminine and androgynous style is like seeping into men'swear and like how people are accepting it, and I feel like this is what exactly how people complain about cultural marxism, so I'm like if people can talk if you can talk about that for thirty five minutes to an hour, I can talk about actual men'swear and mm-hmm. tailoring for 35 minutes to an hour yep so that's where we are today and what better way to start than talking about building a classic menswear wardrobe yeah building the basic wardrobe um we get this question asked a lot every time spencer and i go on uh go on instagram live which i guess was like our proto um protopod protopod pps as they call it um you know I'm always surprised when people go, "Hey, Ethan, I've got a question. How do I start dressing in classic menswear? How do I start dressing vintage or whatever?" And I give the same a- answers every time. So I just give the same answers. I mean, it might change every once in a mm-hmm. while, based on what we're into at the time. But we get it. We get it asked a lot. Even even in like even my in my DMs. Yeah,
1: yeah. Me too. I got it. I got that question today in my DMs. Oh um, wow! From yeah. whom? What? From whom? Oh, I'll. I'll i don't know you don't have to. I, yeah i don't know it. sure if you want to broadcast out here but anyway um I, I at least speaking for myself and i think i'm speaking for you You we never really built like we never really set out to say i'm building a basic beginner's wardrobe when we first got started in this
0: i, I think we did talk about this in the aldous episode uh which is a really great one because we do talk about the concept of having a uniform and mm-hmm. and i guess basics that you fall back on and um all three of us kind of went uh approached our outfits or i guess our wardrobes in general very differently like all just his first out like outfit ever was a fucking black tie rig from like 1927
1: mm-hmm. and my my early like you know purchases were just stuff that my parents would buy me from kohl's like like chinos or Shersley Oh, are you talking like
0: up? actual like clothing yeah like no, like it's not like, like your. Not like your classic menswear? No, show. I'm
1: talking about my classic menswear. Like, short sleeve oh button-ups from Kohl's that I thought looked very 50s, 60s, chinos, and then whatever I could afford from Joyride Vintage. So yeah, that was... Yeah, that was about yeah. it.
0: I never had anything like that because, for me, classic menswear, or, I guess, at first, vintage menswear was my... Like, that was, like, my thing. Mm. So I, I had to figure out what I wanted. And I think my first suit... I, I bought, like, a blue, like, an electric blue gabardine odd jacket, which I still have because it fits really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought, like, odd trousers um, that I sold to back to Joyride. Uh, I have, like, a a gray belt back suit, which I just let go as well. But if we're talking, like, what your par- my parents bought me, like, I, all my regular clothes were, like, fucking Domo t-shirts, Star Wars t-shirts, yeah. and, like, black skinny jeans from uh fucking Hot Topic. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, so I think the the base, the, the, the common thing here is that we never had like we never approached it as we're going to start with basics. We got to get the, you know, a Navy this or, or khaki that we all just said, hey, we like that. We have enough money for it. We're going to buy it. Yep. And that's basically because also vintage is you're kind of limited to whatever is on eBay at the time or whatever exactly. in the store. Like Which they is- don't. Yeah, and that's There's,
1: why we have so much winter weight stuff, because that's just what you find almost year-round.
0: Yeah, you can find tweed, like, at a, at a Goodwill in July, uh-huh. um, and, and the, the, the it also, it lasts longer. You know, summer weight wools, while they did exist, are very delicate and you know, because of that, they tend to, to disintegrate or mm-hmm. to get ripped very easily.
1: And the nature of vintage is that if you don't buy it the first time you see it, chances are it's not going to be there again. Same thing with thrifting. Like if you could go to Goodwill and see like a really cool piece that you're like, oh, I like this, but I'm not going to be able to wear it for six months. You still have to buy it because, yeah. yeah, it's not going to be there.
0: So to answer the guy, the people who come in and say, how do I make a vintage wardrobe with the basics or how to make a basic vintage wardrobe, you really – you can't approach it that way. I guess you can, mm-hmm. like, keep your eyes open, but if you see something you like, you should just buy it. Yeah. So that's basically what it is. But if uh,
1: we had to give, like, actual, I guess, like, advice If on we
0: were to, to like – if we were, like, to start over, like, right now and we yeah. had to build it from zero, uh-huh. um, that's something that Spencer and I have kind of talked about a little bit and I guess we haven't really – actually gave the advice until Mm. like right now officially and so so, that's what this whole thing is about. so
1: right now we have pulled up a bunch of different resources ranging from like male fashion advice to like permanent style about building basic wardrobes so uh, yeah yeah
0: and again you know take what we say uh, with a grain of salt because we have we haven't done this (laughs) yeah well not, not just that but you know context definitely matters first of all Mm -hmm. like again i work in menswear i'm a photographer spencer works in retail Mm -hmm. we have kind of a freedom to dress however we want i you know i'm sorry spencer would tell you as a guy who's currently in college that he probably wouldn't recommend that you wear a suit to, no, to fucking class. No,
1: I mean it's like there are a lot of people that do that and if that's what makes you feel good go ahead, but yeah, I personally I personally wouldn't because some I mean there's some days where I'm like the only guy and they're wearing like a button-up shirt, so I don't want to be that like, you know, that overdressed. Yeah.
0: And I and I definitely I mean I share bad pictures of myself all the time, but there are definitely times where I was fucking wearing a tie to a to like a accounting lecture where Mm -hmm. even the other accounting majors are fucking wearing like a t-shirt and flip-flops
1: and i think we both say that for anyone getting started and you know trying to dress well this is this is something that's said all the time on the internet but it's so true dressing up does not mean dressing well there's there's a difference
0: yeah you can't just wear a suit and you can't you know and and expect to look good Mm -hmm. it's there's a whole bunch of stuff that come with it um and I mean, you could even say the attitude of how you're wearing the suit could also affect how well you look yeah. in it. But, uh, okay, so if we're talking about basic men's wardrobe, you know, if you're starting from zero, if you're starting from Ethan in a Domo t-shirt and black skinny jeans, which are the rude fit, I don't even know if they still make them. <laughs> um, but if you're, st- if you're like, hey, I kind of want to start dressing classic menswear, what should I do? Well... Spencer, why don't you jump in there? Why don't we go? We'll, we'll start with like MFA kind of things yeah. because MFA, I think it's all, you know, if you guys aren't in that sub, you guys should be because there's a bunch of different styles in there and everyone started around the same kind of this basic template and they've all branched out from there. So yeah. they can always give advice, you know, you you can get a Rick Owens guy saying, hey, you should get this from J. Crew because he was there when, you know, when he was first starting out. Mm-hmm.
1: No, exactly. Like, it's a great place to start, you know because it's like yeah it's it builds the the basic bastard wardrobe for as much as it's made fun of it's pr- it's very very helpful if you're just getting started like yeah it, exactly yeah, it's all very and, versatile pieces and from there you can start developing your own style
0: yeah so you know when you when you look at it it's on the wiki i am pretty sure mm-hmm. um the wiki, as in the, there's a link on the side of it. If there's some people who have never gone on Reddit before, which is crazy. Yep. Um, but you know, I'm just looking through it. it it's very, it is basic. You know, you're wearing minimalistic colors. Mm-hmm. You're wearing, you know, crew neck t-shirts. Um, maybe an no OCBD, but like a, an untucked length, and you're wearing dark, indigo, black jeans and chinos. Yep. And there are always ways to make it more interesting because. I can see a lot of parallels from this to, like, a Japanese minimalist kind of thing. Like, a baggy t-shirt with, like, cropped wide-leg chinos. Is mm-hmm. just, it's technically an interpretation of the basic bastard look. Um, but I can see why I'm not a big fan of this. And Spencer and I... I've talked to Spencer about this. <laughs> Sometimes when a guy like we see things in like a fashion group or whatever that we're a part of. And a guy's like, Hey, what do you think of this guys? And he's wearing like a t-shirt and jeans. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, that's great, but I don't really see a lot of personal style there. And that's okay. You know, cause again, when you,
1: when you start out, it's, it's, it's hard. Like I definitely, I definitely put together some stuff that I thought looked good, but uh did not work at all. So
0: yeah. And you know, starting out with stuff like a plain white t-shirt with indigo or like a I don't know. I I like the idea of like a pink t-shirt with like black jeans and white sneakers. Mm -hmm. Like you're basically color blocking and it's a good way to, I guess, to find out like what kind of palette and what kind of colors that you that you guys that will work for you. Yeah. Um, But my thing is always like, I don't really think of it as too much of style. And this is just my, you know, devil's advocate or asshole opinion, I guess. Cause it's kind of like wearing a t-shirt and jeans isn't really all too interesting. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a feeling that a lot of people in this, if we listen to the podcast will not dress that way anyway. Yeah. But we do get a lot of guys who come in, um, who wear suits and they ask us how we dress casually. And I guess this is what I'm like, this is what I would tell them. Like just wear a plain t-shirt and plain jeans and white sneakers. Like you'll be fine. Yeah. And, and our, our friend MJ actually started out with this kind of outfit too.
1: Mm-hmm. And so the, the one thing I also will say about the basic bastard wardrobe is this might
0: have been, this might be the
1: slightly older one from like a couple of years ago, but if you're looking to specifically dress in classic menswear, this is a great jumping off point to kind of like preppy Ivy style, like very, you know, simple Ivy style. Um, oh yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. you can check out Oxford cloth button down on Instagram. I would not say that his, I'm not saying that his wardrobe is basic. But, you know, he has a lot of simple pieces like, you know, just OCBDs with with chinos or something like that and white sneakers and stuff like that. It's just like, you know, it's a step up from the basic bastard wardrobe. But yeah, I so... you can see some similarities. No, exactly. I think it's an was... evolution of it.
0: Yes. Yeah. I was about to say that because mm-hmm. I think starting out with the basic bastard, um, especially if you've like never really worn anything like dressy yet. Um, it'll help you understand again, like I said, the color palette that works for you. But it's really a lot of the same earth tones. Like I still wear like white sneakers with chinos and a blue shirt, mm-hmm. or you know, olive and khaki together. And then translating that to like, oh yeah, olive military pants with a white OCBD, you know, and like mm-hmm. espadrilles or something like that. Will you'll see the echoings of the basic bastard, but done in a, in a different way. Yeah, but. Yeah, let's move on to the more classic mindset stuff because I don't think a lot of people will be like, "How do I dress up? How do I dress at all?" Like, yeah. you know, I'm pretty sure people in in, in the podcast are do we more wanna, advanced than
1: that. Do we want to take a look at Richard Press's Richard Press's ten Ivy League wardrobe
0: essentials? Yeah, let's do that. Let's go. Let's go into that because so I'll
1: just I'll just go through the list and we can make a couple comments.
0: Right, so, and let's just say here that a lot of our style now is definitely way more Ivy than yep. it's ever been ever before especially
1: in fall winter because it's such a good time to be ivy
0: yeah no, know exactly <laughs> i know when when people say like how how do i dress up without being too dressed up i think that ivy style trad whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it is where it's at oh yeah there is like there is no comparison because you know wearing wearing a suit like an, okay i guess if you want like, an english suit you know with with the shoulders and the the drape cut or whatever there's no way that you're gonna wear that out and not look super dressed up mm-hmm. That's one reason why I stopped wearing vintage all the time. It just it i mean even though I like the silhouettes, it just it never looked like I was chilling yeah if that oh if yeah. that makes sense yeah like, it's I, it's hard I, I to I look don't
1: know. it's hard to look casual I mean there are people that do it, but for the average guy it's it's harder to look casual, yeah,
0: and again, like yeah we we know of a lot of vintage guys you know in england and and in the United States who wear vintage or vintage cut suits and they, they do whatever they mm-hmm. want in those things. And I don't, I'm, I'm honest to say that I don't have that kind of confidence. Yeah. So, you know, opting for Ivy, which incorporates a lot more casual fabrics, a lot softer shoulders, mm-hmm. um, like earth tones and, um and separates basically oh, yeah. is, is why we gravitate toward that as basically, that's like our jumping out point. Like, I, I experiment a lot with my casual wear. Like, I wouldn't say that my casual wear is basic bastard. I would say that if I was going to be normal, I would just stick to Ivy clothing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's... We should have actually started here, but whatever. <laughs> that's okay. So, Richard Press, one of the... Uh, he's, he's the he's founder, the son, right? No, son oh, of the, the son. founder, I think. Son of the founder.
1: Yeah well sure. son of the founder grandson of the founder but man he... i
0: swear if anyone from J press listened to this we're like just shitting on their whole thing <laughs> and
1: they're gonna ban us from their stores um no more yale club for us no more yale club but anyway yeah he's one of like kind of the ivy league originals he went to he went to an ivy league university in the 1950s again can't remember which one but that's okay um but here's his top 10 list of ivy league essentials number one a gray flannel suit and he mm. says that students don't wear a suit every day, of course, especially not to class. But there are certain formal occasions in a student's life that requires a suit. Um, and so he's just saying that a gray flannel is probably the most versatile because it's something you could wear to a wedding, a funeral, an interview, something like that. And he suggests an old-fashioned gray suit, flannel suit or a gray chalk-stripe suit in mid-weight flannel that can be worn in the heat of the summer, perhaps, but certainly from September to June. Um I would recommend maybe against a chalk stripe suit for your first suit because I think that's too businessy. Yeah.
0: Well let's let's talk about let's talk about the idea of a gray suit. Mm-hmm. Now when people ask us, we usually say skip the gray, go for blue. Yep, because I agree. Blue is a soft color to me. I don't even, I I mean, that's what I'm using to describe it. (laughs) I just, yeah, I just like blue more. I think things go a lot better with blue, Mm -hmm. you know, brown and blues work together, gray and blue works. And I feel like that gray is kind of like the absence of color, which I guess is why people gravitate toward it because it's so much more formal Mm -hmm. or at least conservative in that sense where you can literally wear whatever you want. But I feel like when you say whatever you want, it stands out. Yeah as opposed to blue where it's more in, in harmony as opposed to contrast mm-hmm. and um but the i the a gray flannel suit is probably a good choice i again i would probably do a blue flannel suit and uh, it just but,
1: being from southern california i would say maybe not flannel <laughs> just like yeah a light, yeah a, but that's like
0: a hopsack fresco but again that's weave. just
1: that's just our regional uh our regional bias uh if you're on the east coast or somewhere somewhere that's not like you know it was like what like 75 degrees today on uh, like close yeah. to december yeah. and uh yeah so just if you're somewhere where it gets a little bit cooler flannel suit would be a good choice but maybe not around here
0: yeah and again i would i would say blue flannel suit or blue a blue suit just because well i i'm pretty sure you're going to wear a blue blazer more than a gray blazer and just speaking saying.
1: of oh number, wow, two, number two blue blazer <laughs> Uh, so okay. he says it with a blue bright blazer with brass buttons. You can wear it with flannel trousers, uh, jeans, khakis, corduroys. Uh, you can even pair it with some wild stuff like tartans, uh, Nantucket reds, or what he calls brights, which I can only assume are just bright colored trousers.
0: So you think? So he's talking about like a blue? Like he's talking about the blue blazer with yeah. brass buttons. Oh yeah,
1: like patch pockets now, probably.
0: That's yeah I. I know this is his list for, like, the essentials for an Ivy League wardrobe. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I, it took a long time for me to get behind a a blue blazer with brass buttons because it's, it's so preppy. Yeah, exactly.
1: It has very, you know, it has very specific connotations and it could be hard to wear outside of the prep look.
0: Yeah, because even like, I mean, yeah, if you're if you're doing it like the Japanese style, I think those guys really pull it off. If oh yeah. Do like kind of like a, like a high water pant look or, or wide Or like leg look. the
1: kind of like free and easy style where they pair like, you know, like a Navy a, the traditional Navy blazer with like world war two prisoner of war trousers and stuff like that. But that's a little bit more. That's advanced. like, that's like advanced. Yeah. yeah.
0: I would say like a blue, a blue blazer with like regular horn buttons mm-hmm. is where it's at. Um, in, in flannel, flannel or hopsack. Basically, I know we'll, we'll get to our recommendations after we go through what different people have called their, their uh, quintessential lists or whatever. But if I'm just going to jump in, I'm going to be like, you should have two fabrics. You should have flannel and hopsack slash fresco. Mm-hmm. That'll get you through whatever.
1: Yep. So number three, he says flannel trousers, just mid-weight yeah, okay. gray flannel trousers. I agree with that. That's a good one.
0: Yeah. A gray Gray flannels are literally... One of the best things ever invented. They mm-hmm. go with everything. Yep. Because I'm pretty... Again, you're going to wear gray pants more than a gray jacket, so you might as well just buy the pants and buy a different gray jacket.
1: Exactly. Uh, next, we just have khakis, and I think that's pretty, you know, that's that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, yeah, it, that's, there's not much really you could say about khakis. It's s- simple, easy. I, I just recently got a pair of like world war two style officer khakis that i'm loving so
0: i yeah i don't i don't really wear a lot of military uh chinos or khakis mm-hmm. just because i haven't found any and i i don't know i guess it's like one thing i'm not super into but i do love my j crew ones mm-hmm. and uh they, no they're they're good yeah why don't, we just, why don't we just keep going through the list just real quick okay. so we can uh crisp
1: yeah. oxford again simple bermuda, yeah. bermuda shorts <laughs>
0: So whether you're in the East Village or on the Upper East Side, <laughs> everyone's wearing Bermuda shorts.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, um, neckties.
0: <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah. Neckties. White bucks. Mm-hmm. Cords. And Shetland items. So
1: let's go through here and say what we own of this. So.
0: I don't own a gray flannel suit. I
1: used to and I don't anymore. I do have a blue blazer. I do do
0: have, actually, I have a gray tweed suit that I don't wear because it's literally not cold enough for it yet. Mm -hmm. I do have a blue hopsack blazer. I do now have, I mean, Spencer both have the same Uniqlo uh, navy um, tweed, faux tweed jacket. Mm -hmm. And we both have hopsack. Yep. Uh, And I have a traditional blue blazer, actually. Yeah,
1: me too. Um, We both have the gray flannels. We both have several pairs of khakis.
0: Yeah, different forms
1: i think i'm the only one that has an actual i'm sure you have to have an oxford somewhere
0: oh i do i just don't have the classic unlined collar in blue
1: okay well oh yeah your ascot shang shirts are our oxford cloth but yeah, you don't I, I, you don't I have... Also
0: have like i have like three pairs of 70s the mm. oxfords okay not blue
1: yeah, I, I have a lot of Oxford shirts. Um, some from Drake's. A lot of them are vintage Brooks Brothers, which you can get on yeah. eBay for really cheap. So hit that up.
0: And we'll get back to our uh, our yeah. own preferences for this after we go mm-hmm. through the different lists.
1: Bermuda shorts. Uh, I'm going to uh, be. I've
0: got Gurkha shorts. 100%
1: honest. I don't know what makes Bermuda shorts Bermuda shorts. <laughs> like, I've just heard Aren't the they term. just
0: short shorts? I don't know.
1: Uh, <laughs> do you have neckties?
0: Oh, I've got so many neckties.
1: same. I don't own Bucks. I own a pair of corduroys, but I don't really like them, and I'm looking for a replacement. Me too. And I don't...
0: Well, okay, so this one's a regional thing. We're not going to really wear Shetland yeah. uh, sweaters. I do. I mean, I have, like, Lambswool sweaters from, like, yeah, the 30s I and 40s. I have a Shetland wool from J. Crew from, like, the 80s. That's a great fair isle. Mm-hmm. But I'm never going to wear them until it's like freezing balls off cold because it's not possible to wear
1: oh yeah it's tough
0: i mean again ivy league wardrobe is implying that you are living in an ivy league school where it actually does snow yeah exactly
1: it's all on the east coast over here we don't really have that so
0: yeah so but i mean this is a good place to look at uh this is on stylecaster.com if you just look it up Mm -hmm. Uh, richard Press's 10 ivy league wardrobe essentials okay um again this is a it's a fairly basic uh, format for a uh, quintessential look. Mm-hmm.
1: Next, we can check out uh, Di- a dye work or article from a couple of years ago. Um, wow, and
0: five years ago. Five years. It's been oh, five gosh. years.
1: Um, and so he's kind of talking about in the beginning, it's like there are hundreds of th- thousands of lists on how to build a basic wardrobe. Most are meant for people just starting out. And this is what he calls the not so basic basic wardrobe
0: so i guess this could work for you guys who are like hey i'm already starting to dress up but i want to change it up but also be normal Mhm. so
1: okay so i'm going to go through this list pretty fast because there's a lot of things on the list uh this is from michael alden uh who posted these lists at the london lounge so he recommends five city suits two is, informal yeah. weekend or country suits tweeter or linen three tweed coats one navy double-breasted blazer one dinner jacket two summer weight unlined coats 10 pairs of casual <laughs> trousers 24 boxer shorts 85 neckties seven white shirts uh seven colored dress shirts 17 colored dress 17, shirts, 17 i forgot 12 informal button-down shirts uh 36 po- pochettes eight sweaters two vests five pajamas one bathrobe in wool one bathrobe in silk a smoking that was optional yeah a smoking jacket or barber jacket seven pairs of shoes so that's four oxfords two elegant brogues one-sided double brogues or double sold brogues sorry four overcoats one leather jacket five hats four caps three pairs of gloves wow an assortment of silk and cashmere scarves two umbrellas boxes of socks an unlimited number of cufflinks two timepieces and assorted braces and belts So that's, that's what he says for a, that's, oh my God. That's what he calls a minimalistic wardrobe.
0: Good God. I can't imagine having that
1: much money and also that much just like planning of your, of your wardrobe. Like it's a, again, it's, there's nothing wrong with a good list like this, but that's just not how Ethan and I operate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, we're not, when people ask us, how we dress and how we approach building our wardrobes or starting out. We don't think, Hey, I know that I can do this with 10 things mm-hmm. like, or, or blue, blue jacket times five pairs of pants means five different outfits or whatever. Yep. Like there's a whole, <laughs> I think we talked about this before in the other episode where like alpha M tries to pitch this, to shark tank where he's like, I've come up with the scientific algorithm to make the most perfect outfit every time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, that's weird yeah yeah because we we, again we approach things we don't really do stuff vintage anymore where we just buy willy-nilly you know these vintage stuff on ebay but we do buy things just for the hell of buying things Mm -hmm. there's you know we'll, we'll be like oh yeah that's a cool tweed i know i can maybe wear it with jeans and chinos all right i'm gonna buy it yeah yeah exactly like, so and I'm I'm guessing that's what Michael Alden's doing here because he's got like a lot of everything. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Like I've never I've never gone to a gone to like a, a place and brought like a suit to try to pair a tie with it. Like I buy I buy ties that I just that I think look cool and I figure out how I'm going to wear it later.
0: Yeah, and I think that's an important part uh, of learning how to dress well mm-hmm. because if you dress based on what other what you would think other people would like. Or if you dress based on maximum versatility, you're not. That's not really style, at least mm-hmm. to me. That's just putting an outfit together. Yeah. And that's like the opposite. Like, like, like Spencer said, dressing up does not mean dressing well. Mm-hmm. I don't even think that dressing up, dressing at all, means you're dressed well. Yeah. I think that's that's totally up to your personal style and your quirky, if not rebellious, choices. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And again, it's a you know having a very versatile wardrobe is great from the beginning, but the goal of anyone who's interested in fashion just for the sake of dressing up rather than just dressing for work or whatever should be develop your own personal style.
0: And that is exactly what I want to tell so many people because Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I don't think I'm dressing professionally. If I had an office, if I had a regular office job, I probably wouldn't wear like half the things in my wardrobe. Mm -hmm. I might push it later on. Maybe if I was there for like, you know, half a year or whatever. Yeah. But we wear what we want to wear because we like clothing. Yeah, exactly. And we're we're maximalists. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I kind of wish Alden Michael Alden would would kind of go into detail over which, which is which. But you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. But it's like you know I, I I I'm going into journalism, and most journalists dress like shit. But I still wear I still wear like you know, Oxford shirts and like you know and like sport coats when I'm on assignment because that's how I want to dress. So yeah.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I guess that's what die workwear. Yeah, he um, has a couple
1: other lists, but it's all, you know, it's kind it's kind of similar. They're they're, they're, they're kind of similar uh well, and w- to that.
0: Yeah. And what I think we're getting at is that it's hard for guys who like menswear to have these lists. Mm-hmm. You know it it feels like at least to me, which is one of the reasons why I never wrote about it, is because I felt like i 'm just treading on the same territory, yeah, exactly, that, you know like at l- when people come and ask us, I want to be like, okay why don't you ask us how to dress 1930s or dress how how to dress like a movie star or mm-hmm. Or, like, Japanese ivy. And we're not experts in what everyone's wearing, but we can definitely approximate the look. Yeah, because it's like, like,
1: otherwise, I'm just going to, you know, we're just going to send you links to the stuff that we're talking about on this episode. Because yeah. they, they said it better than we could, so.
0: And we don't dress basic. That's yeah. And that's, that's kind of how it is, you know. And I do believe everyone should start somewhere. Mm-hmm. But, like I said in the YouTube thing, I'm like, come back when when you have like a, a better understanding of what exactly you want to wear. Yeah. Cause a lot of these lists they get you through the day, they get you through class or a job interview. But I feel like if you stay that way, you're not going to, you're not going to feel ready to dress for yourself mm-hmm. until you start thinking, okay, what is it about Drake's that I like? What is it about the, uh, the armory? Or what is it about this picture of Clark Gable that is really calling out to me? Because I'm pretty sure that those guys all had weird stuff yeah. that wasn't exactly the basic wardrobe. Yeah, and I mean,
1: I know that you get tagged on MFA a lot for things like someone's like, oh, I want to dress like 1920s. And then you ask them, okay, well, what do you mean you want to dress 1920s? Like, what is, what is, you know, why? Like, what makes you, like, what draws you to that style? And I think that's the question that everyone just needs to ask.
0: Uh, and, and about anything, yeah. to be honest, because I think, I mean, even no, MFA, yeah, they, get, I mean. they get questions that are basically like, oh, hey, I'm I'm 20. I'm about to start college. I want to dress better. And it's like, OK, but what does dressing better mean to you? Mm-hmm. You know, like, do you like the SLP look, which I would recommend to a lot of young guys out there? Um, do you like the basic bastard look, which I would also recommend? Like, it's kind of like. If you think about it, Basic Bastard and SLP, have a lot of things in common. It's a lot of neutrals. I mean, SLP relies more on like skinny fit, black and white, gray, or whatever, or Scandinavian minimalism and whatever. But they're both got these similar ideas. It's just kind of like, what do you like more? Mm-hmm. And understanding that is where you need to be before you even start considering yeah. what lists. Because like you could you could get the Basic Bastard list, and then you could get this next. Uh, permanent stylist that we're about to go into and they could technically be both basic but yeah (laughs) you know you're gonna have widely different context oh yeah you're gonna be dressing in and so yeah this last
1: one is from permanent style and it's uh this is i guess the most high end out of everything that we've looked at so far yep um oh simon oh simon so this is not this is not for like a college kid who's starting to just get dressed up but this is this is what he defines or not necessarily as the basics, but getting the basics right is what the article is called. So he recommends switching from off-the-rack suits to made the made-to-measure suits. Um, he recommends uh, just taking. This is an I guess basic wardrobe tip, but just keeping t- t- taking care of your clothes, hanging it upright, you know, press it, stuff like that. Um buy bench-made shoes places like loke uh granson you know uh cheney stuff like that
0: i've never heard of cheney or granson
1: neither have i i just know Lokes. uh expensive ties and conservative patterns and expensive pocket squares match your socks to your trousers which again we wouldn't do that's that's boring uh, and that's that's basically it. This was the, sorry Simon, but this list wasn't ex- as exciting as the rest of them.
0: <laughs> I well, I'm, I'm looking through it now. I think he's just saying like, oh, don't don't. It just shouldn't matter what basics you have. Just make sure that the things you do have are good. Are good, yeah. And I think, and that's another way to put it too. Like, oh, you can get, you can be weird, or you can be basic, but just make sure that what you have is like the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not. I can I can see why, but then I think that takes away some aesthetics from it. Like, I think that Simon wears, like, I think he has, like, a bespoke cashmere hoodie. Then I'm like, Bes- okay, bespoke man. Bespoke
1: pajamas, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my, one of my favorite hoodies from back in the day is this horizontal black and green striped number that was from the Sean White collection of, like, 2007. I mean, I love that thing. I brought it with me when I went to China. I brought it with me when I went to New York when I was in high school, like it doesn't always have to be the best i think a little bit of and especially style especially
1: is when you're experimenting with something that you're like oh i don't really know if i'm going to like this if you if you buy you know if you buy the uh the most expensive version of that first or if you set out to buy the most expensive version of that you might never get it because you're like i don't want to spend money on something that i'm not sure i'm going to love so
0: yeah being yeah see this is where things i mean again i'm not trying to uh advocate fast fashion but shopping at the very least you know like sale at j crew or maybe massimo Mm -hmm. or whatever is a good way to get higher or mid quality stuff that will last you a while and you're able to you know wear it and and use it yeah or i guess you know if you wanted to do h&m you could if you really really wanted to Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean i did that uh, some of my first chinos ever that when i was like oh hey i want to start wearing chinos because apparently that's what ben white wears <laughs> at parks and rec yeah. uh, i went to h&m and bought some fucking cheap ass chinos and then you can upgrade them later and i think mm-hmm. spencer talked about this before too where i didn't really agree with it but now i'm starting to see where i think you know you bought like a yellow oxford yeah because no, it's like crew. the better
1: examples would be rugby shirt when i first got hired at j crew i got a okay. rugby shirt which I wasn't really sure I was going to like, but then I realized I do like it. And I'm probably going to get more from like, you know, a, a, like Columbia knit or something like that. And then we got a, uh, someone returned an item that he got on sale, which was like just a bold striped shirt that, you know, kind of reminded me of like the Drake's spring, summer stuff from last year. And I got it cause it was my size and it was like, it was like, you know, $10, uh, f- or like maybe even less. Um, because it was on discount and i got my like you know discount and that one i realized oh maybe i don't really like this one as much so now you know it, it allowed me to kind of experiment with both
0: and see my my flip on that would be try and thrift these items i mean if, if you get mm-hmm. lucky that's entirely up to you and how you know the thrifting scene in your country or city it, it is like mm-hmm. um but i mean that's what that's what i would do like i would thrift OCBDs oh, because like at first I never wore anything other than Oxford like up uh, not Oxford uh spearpoint collars mm-hmm. and then I was like okay I want maybe I want to try this whole Ivy thing I'll you know with the collar roll or whatever and instead of buying a custom shirt or instead of buying a shirt from like Brooks Brothers that was like hundred fifty bucks that I did not want to I, I would go to my thrift store and I'd be like hey there's a Brooks Brothers unlined Oxford for like ten bucks I'm gonna mm-hmm. try this out and then I liked it and I it a lot and then i would yeah try and find more and i still do that because i i like having a lot of things mm-hmm. i'd rather spend ten dollars per item than seventy dollars for one item yeah because... wait for
1: wait for the big debate episode where we get into ethan's mcdonald's analogy because <laughs> <laughs> it's like after <laughs> we recorded after we recorded the all this episode we did Get into like an hour-long debate about that, and I was like, "Hold on, we got to save this for a podcast."
0: Yeah, we'll we'll come back to that. And if yeah. you guys who don't know what that is, you'll you'll see it later. You'll see. Um, but let, how about this? Let's talk. Ab- let's close off and talk about what we think our own, um, our own uniforms—not uniforms. I'm sorry. Uh, basic wardrobes would be, or starting wardrobes mm-hmm. would be. Um, and let's let's start off with like vintage, real quick. Uh, because that one, I'm sure we get that a lot from our vintage, uh, fans, I guess from like Dapper Day and everything. And, uh, I think it should be addressed because I don't think actually people don't actually talk about that a lot. Yeah. So we're talking about if you're
1: trying to go for a vintage look or what vintage pieces
0: we like. I think if you're trying to go for a vintage look. Okay. So I think, okay. So obviously a lot of these things will translate over to a classic menswear wardrobe. Mm Mm-hmm like stuff like a navy blazer um and a uh and khakis or whatever. Yeah. Um but I definitely think like a blue striped. I guess is, I guess it works for both, honestly. Yep. If you if you're really thinking about it because at the end of the day, changing just the details are what will make the different looks. Mhm. Yeah. Anyway, okay, fine. Let's just make our our, our basic wardrobe. Let's go.
1: Okay. Um, so I, so I would definitely agree with uh, some, uh, well, a couple of things from the Richard press incorporating because,
0: everything would, I think is, is best.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, like, we talked about this earlier where the basic bastard slash like, you know, kind of simple Ivy wardrobe is really great for beginners. So I'm going to go mostly from that. So okay. yeah, I think a nice pair of chinos, like just khaki chinos, maybe some in, in olive or like, you know, if you want to kind of be more interesting, Uh, Baker trousers, the 1950s military chinos with like the patch pockets. Those are great. Um, Yeah, Oxford shirts. I wear, I have a blue university stripe Oxford that I got on eBay for like 15 bucks that I just wear all the time because it goes with everything. Um, Just, you know, plain blue Oxford, you know, just university stripes are always great. Uh, I would say, yeah, blue suit. Instead of a blue blazer, I would say a brown check blazer, brown plaid, um, just because I th- I like those a lot more. I think they go really great with jeans and everything else that Richard Press mentioned on there. And then yeah, I guess a pair of like loafers or just simple derbies or something like that.
0: That's your that's your basic wardrobe.
1: Yeah, I'm if I had if I if I had written a list, I'm sure it would have been more comprehensive, but that's oh, <laughs> maybe like a field jacket or something like that. like a like a vintage field jacket or jungle jacket or something just for like more casual stuff.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, that that works. Mhm. So here's mine and I think about I guess I think about clothes a lot because that's my thing. Um but I'm I, I'm going to try and go through all the basics that you should need. So all seasons, I guess in California. So that's, mm-hmm. my, that's my point of reference. So definitely a blue n- a navy blue jacket. I would say a midweight hopsack or a midweight uh open weave wool. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to do flannel you could. I still wear kind of midweight jackets in summer, just at like the evening time. I wouldn't necessarily wear it during the day, but definitely have one. A navy jacket, soft shoulders, three rule two. Mm-hmm patch pockets if you can um a brown jacket either solid dark brown or a brown check like spencer said which i think look really good with jeans chinos Mm -hmm. and everything i would have two pairs of khaki chinos that have like a military pair like gurkhas or plain front whatever's and then one pleated dress pair so like a khaki trouser and then a khaki chino Mm -hmm. that's what i would wear Uh, a brown trouser and a gray trouser yeah and maybe two copies of each for each in a different weight Mm -hmm. you know like a wool and a flannel or you could do cotton and flannel or whatever uh i'd have one brown suit and one navy suit and a gray herringbone tweed jacket Mm mm-hmm I would also... Okay, I think that would take care of most of the tailoring. I think everything... Maybe like a blue dull-breasted suit if you wanted like for formal events. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I still think that you would... You could still use a blue single-breasted suit for those things. But this is... I'm trying to be as minimalistic as possible. Um. And then I would definitely have a couple of Oxford button-down collar shirts because I know that spear points aren't for everyone. And Oxford
1: uh, OCBDs are just easier to wear like open collar for casual stuff
0: yeah i mean i i would rock the uh the uh runaway collar with yeah. my spear points but that's again that's just me mm-hmm. um and yeah i think and a pair of like wide leg not wide leg, straight leg jeans
1: oh um, yeah i forgot to mention jeans just dark blue indigo raw denim jeans you're good
0: <laughs> yeah uh i would have like three i would have th- like three loop collar shirts like one mm-hmm white and like either two like one white one blue and one like pattern or whatever um couple of crew neck sweaters like in white gray and maybe like a red or yellow whatever like the third one it will be for fun usually in in these lists the third one's always a fun one Mm -hmm. um and then uh god damn i fucking like oh yeah a, a, a field jacket an overcoat yeah, uh, you you could alternate between field jacket and leather jacket depending on what your vibe is, mm-hmm. uh, and then um a chore coat definitely that's a must. Yep. Because that's like a that's like our version of like the safari jacket or the uh, yeah overshirt. I I prefer I prefer the chore coat. I'm not really a big fan of of safari jackets. Um and then shoes I would definitely have a good pair of penny loafers, a good pair of PTBs, and then. a a pair of black penny loafers and black tassel loafers Mm -hmm. i guess well you don't really need both um maybe like a black oh okay let me go back black oxford a brown penny loafer brown blucher, and that's basically it like if you're really really minimal about it yeah and then ties, ha- definitely foolards. Oh, yeah. Foolards, stripes, and stripes, and uh, stripes. And stripes. That's basically what we wear all the yeah. time. Um, and I think, you know, going off of that, I wouldn't say that that would be necessarily the order to buy them in. I would say if you're starting out, we have a friend, Angel, who is, his Instagram is aspiring prep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's a student, uh, he works, and he's obviously not going to wear a suit every day, but every time we see him, he's always wearing... A rugby shirt and Cheetos, yeah, and like New Balance sneakers. Again, it's like a neo prep kind of thing, and starting out the, with the basics like that, you know, where a rugby shirt I think accomplishes a lot of the cat. Like it, it combines like a collar, the collar of like a polo, or I guess you could argue an OCBD, mm-hmm. with his, with a long sleeve, so it's a bit more formal, and then you could wear untucked or tucked in. Yep, and it's a gr- and- it's a
1: good kind of like again slightly more advanced <laughs> layering piece. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: but I mean, but by itself, it's pretty good. You can work for with for whatever you want, and yeah. you wear that with chinos and and sneakers or loafers, and you could, you could pass for honestly anything. You could look like a smart student. You could. I love I love doing like kind of like a nineteen
1: eighties yeah. like English, kind of like sporty look with them, with like wide okay. chinos and like maybe soccer soccer sneakers. I don't know. I'm sure there's trainers. I guess, um. But yeah, I love stuff like that.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. And, Mm -hmm. you know, approaching it like that, like taking these basics and then tailoring them, pun intended, to your context, I think is super important. Mm -hmm. Like skip, skip out on the, on the Navy jacket and the brown check jacket. If you're in college, Yep. just try and wear the OCBD with a tie, but you can wear it with a field jacket or with a chore coat Mm -hmm. and with denim instead of trousers. And then you'll be good to go. Yeah. I wish I did that when I was in college. <laughs> Maybe I would have been cooler. Yeah. Um, I mean, Spencer can still do that now. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, you, know, you could start off with t-shirts and jeans if you like, but I think that starting off with the Oxford and the, and the denim and the loafers is a, equally good starting point just because it's a little bit more elevated Mm -hmm. uh it has a defined style if you're into it already like you're not just doing the basic bastard where you're wearing a nice t-shirt and jeans you are doing the ivy league look yep you know and then uh changing all these stuff to vintage like going for spear points instead of an OCBD, going for hollywood waist trousers instead Mm -hmm. of chinos you know that's always a way to do it and and I would say, whether you're going uh,
1: yeah. for vintage or a contemporary wardrobe, and you're looking for a great suit, this is this might be a little bit. Well, it's not super hard to find, but finding a soft shoulder Brooks Brothers sack suit um, is great. And we've talked about this a couple times on the blog. But if you're going for a vintage wardrobe, it's perfect because they did not change the design from the 1910s until the 1970s. A contemporary wardrobe, it's great because it still looks good. It's just like you know the classic Ivy suit and you yeah, can you can and, find and them it, you can find them pretty inexpensive on ebay
0: and it helps that three roll two is back in thanks to the italians yep. so it you could be like oh yeah you could argue that it's echoing you mm-hmm. know modern stuff just in a different kind of look yeah and um and even if you're into like 1930 stuff i know that the 60s aren't you know 60 sack suits aren't exactly as good but i mean who cares mm-hmm. you know unless you're going for a full period accurate look, that's a whole other topic. Yeah. And that's, you could argue a lot more specialized than we are, especially because we don't do a lot of that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully this has helped answer some questions that you guys have of like what we think are basics. Yeah. Um, honestly, again, I guess the, the closing point I would love to reinforce is that your context matters. Please do not just say, Oh, uh, can I wear a suit because I want to look dapper? Please don't do that.
1: Or, you know, will people treat me better because I'm wearing a suit? No, they won't. That's not... It's probably not going to happen.
0: <laughs> no. I mean, you might get noticed. I don't know if that's exactly what you want. Uh-huh. But, um, honestly, the attitude is what is what matters. Like, if you're going to wear a suit, do it. Just don't be a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Or don't... You know, you don't have to be a jerk, but, like, don't feel like you're entitled to... Don't think you're better than because. people because you're yeah. wearing a suit, yeah. Exactly, exactly, you know. Mm-hmm. And hopefully if you dress the way we do, you'll be able to make friends with the same attitude of course mm-hmm. that like that kind of thing. And if you have real friends, they're going to like you anyway, like you know, it doesn't really matter what you wear.
1: Yeah, and I will say this as someone I wasn't like a suit guy in high school that wore a suit every day to class, but I was the guy that would find just any opportunity any excuse to wear wear a tie or whatever wear a coat like a wear a coat uh now every time I see my friends like if I see people from high school I try not to be super dressed up because I want to show them that I can do other looks too (laughs) so I'm trying to kind of break away from that reputation with people who knew me when I was just uh wore suits as much as I could
0: yeah and you know as much as we'd like to say experiment with stuff and have fun with it uh, we'd also like to lessen the amount of embarrassment that you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, once you get a lot, once you get to be older, maybe I guess in like later college, it doesn't really matter. But especially if you're in high school, and we do get a lot of questions from people from high school about how we dress the way we do, uh, you know, tone it down a little bit and just have a good attitude about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And, and focus on the basics. You know, you don't have to fucking wear a tweed jacket with, Corduroys and have an attache case mm-hmm. and, and go to class
1: yeah like i like we said this at the beginning but neither of us really you know like set out to get the basics sometimes i kind of wish i i had oh yeah yeah no, it definitely helps yeah because it's like it's a great place to start out and then later when you're even if you're in more advanced stuff a lot of that stuff you can still wear all the time
0: yeah and then it also helps that like when you you, you know your tastes will change mm-hmm. uh that's always going to happen um but, you know, I'm I'm a good example. I mean, I started out buying a whole bunch of crazy jackets, and then when I wanted to do more minimal looks, I couldn't because I literally didn't have a navy suit or mm-hmm. plain pants or whatever to to wear them with. And basics, as boring as they are, have a place. Mm-hmm. And you'll always fall back on them, like Spencer said, and you're always going to find a reason to wear them. Yeah. And you can always make them more interesting. Like, even if you wear the same chinos that you've worn forever that are the plain khaki color, Wear a fun jacket with it. Wear a, use it to wear a fun tie or tone down a mm-hmm. crazy shirt or something. Or or wear it with a different shirt that you wouldn't normally expect. Yeah. But you, the thing is, is, is that you've had this pair that you you know you can fall back on.
1: hmm And so I cool. think last we can talk about just like where to get stuff or where to get inspiration. So we mentioned this at the beginning, but the male fashion advice subreddit has a guide section that doesn't yep. just cover the basic bastard wardrobe they have specific styles so if you're into you know british country wear japanese street wear rockabilly whatever they have a they have a guide for that um and people have probably asked questions and people have answered questions about whatever you're wondering on that subreddit
0: and they have an, uh, a simple question thread every mm-hmm. day now i think people fought to keep that up there yeah. so you can always jump in there and if it's a uh A vintage or sartorial question. There are other guys. uh, There are guys who answer that kind of stuff too. But if it's more specific, they'll usually call me in. Yeah.
1: And if you wanna, if you're looking for where to get stuff, and you're just beginning on maybe a student's or high school students' wort or budget, if your local mall has a Banana Republic, a Unique Low, and a J Crew, you're pretty much good. That's like those are the three best stores to start out with, I'd say.
0: Exactly. And then I, I don't think we said this uh, in the thing, but like. Get the basics from those stores, mm-hmm. and then get the interesting stuff thrifting or vintage yep. eBay whatever because mm-hmm. that's that's where the special style comes from. Like yeah, you could get the plain chinos from here. You can get your OCBDs, but then get like that cool field jacket that you saw at the vintage store. Oh yeah, or go yeah. on hit eBay, up, and find if, that French chork out. Yeah, you know? exactly. Hit up Vin- get the, get the up, fun like, ties. Thrift
1: stores or military surplus stores, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, because that's where the that's where your Personal will come in, and that's you know that's what we want to emphasize on. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, that's that's basically our style too. Like we wear a lot of these basics. We wear khaki chinas and navy jackets, but well, I'll wear a spear point collar because that's a little bit different. It's still made out of Oxford, mm-hmm. but it's different. And yeah. that's you know that's where the special stuff comes in. Yep. And then for inspiration, I'd say, I mean, we there's a whole blog post about where we look, get inspiration from. Uh, but drakes is a good example of classic menswear but like in a using ba- basics yeah. or using ivy league basics
1: yeah our two main sources of inspiration i think are Drake, drakes and Brycelands. that's where we go to i guess most yeah um and then there's a couple people we mentioned in this episode like oxford cloth button down uh he's great for that that like you know very preppy ivy league style um, that
0: goes for rogues galleries too mm-hmm.
1: and i mentioned in the dm that i got today i recommended uh tony sylvester and uh, crafted paris for a slightly more interesting kind of jab well just kind of vintage workwear military wear kind of inspired stuff
0: with ivy league influence yeah yeah and that that should get you in a good place to kind of see what you like, yeah and after
1: you follow a couple of good people on Instagram, hopefully the discover page will do the rest of the work for you, so
0: yeah, I gotta get that algorithm yeah <laughs> um but I mean, even if you don't find anything you like there like that's not that's not a bad thing, mm-hmm. you know, maybe your thing is combining it with something totally new, uh or maybe you just haven't found your particular piece of inspiration yet, you mm-hmm. know, and just building on that. You know, looking at different things, exposing yourself to new ideas is how you break out of that. And you'll realize that, you know, your uniform or your basic wardrobe is way different than ours or anyone else's. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, I think we talked about this where it's like you believe that everyone deep down has their own style. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm
0: and they should be able to wear it that's my thing Mm -hmm. you know i i yearn for the day when a guy wearing rick owens can work at an accounting firm with a guy wearing a fucking edward sexton there you go so uh but yeah hopefully this was a a good first topic for you guys um we'll probably discuss some more stuff maybe uh you know of course we'll do some basic stuff like this or talk about suits and pairings and but but we'll also talk about things that we've discussed before you know like more ethical stuff or you know i'd love to incorporate our feelings of leftism and jordan peterson into this whole thing Oh my god okay (laughs) we gotta we gotta have the progressive voice but like in menswear yeah uh but yeah uh, definitely go go to those links male fashion vice uh go on drakes or whatever Mm -hmm. um and yeah we're i'm on reddit Again, I'm, I'm always going to be there as the teenage gentleman. So, Mm -hmm. you know, call me in if you guys need the help. Uh, if you have any other questions, feel free to email us at style and direction all spelled out at gmail.com. Same thing goes for Instagram, but you can mainly reach us on our personal Instagram. I'm at Ethan M. Wong. I'm
1: at Spencer D S D S O. I DSO. I forgot it for a second, but I got it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, I answer pretty much everything that comes that way. And, uh, I mean, I like, I like to be connected with the community. And speaking of community, watch Joel McHale on <laughs> okay. community tonight. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Thursdays on NBC. Yeah. Superstar on NBC. Uh, there is a blog community group that has finally passed 1,000 uh, members, mm-hmm. which is great. Uh, like I've told Spencer this before, we don't really do anything on it. Anymore. Yeah, we People comment on stuff,
1: start. but we don't really start topics a whole lot unless we get like which something is, new. <laughs>
0: yeah which and, is super great i'm really proud that you know that people have kind of made it their own and started yeah, it's, talking it's and,
1: a great it's a great mix of kind of like you know like the stuff they we were talking about like more contemporary ivy league just classic inspired stuff vintage stuff you know whatever they, we have a lot of guys in there
0: and then, yeah yeah so, so there's a guy who like thrifted like a cool corduroy suit from japan uh-huh. and there are also guys who just are who just got like Aldens and got commissioned a custom jacket from uh uh Dylan and Sons or whatever mm-hmm. you know there's, there's a great mix of guys in there and in closing before I forget like that's what is also a good source of inspiration of finding what is the next basics for that you should get is having a group of guys to kind of discuss this with mm-hmm. it's really hard to kind of not make mistakes unless you have feedback and oh, yeah. having friends is kind of important for that
1: and no offense to people who aren't into fashion but it's like they're, they're not going to I mean they just might not have the vocabulary to give you feedback, the feedback that you need.
0: Yeah, you you might get like a pair of pants and you might be like, something looks off about them. And, you know, your non-fashion friends could be like, oh, it looks great. But then you could ask some of our friends and who are into this, uh, who are into menswear and they could be like, okay, well, you need to like taper them a little bit Mm -hmm. or maybe you need to go down a waist size or whatever. Yeah, And, you know, that's what I'm really glad about with the group because we do get a lot of guys who are looking for you know the next step or the beginning step and a lot of our guys put them in the right direction mm-hmm. uh well thank you guys for listening yeah this was really f- this was really fun i'm glad we got to do this like whole little nugget uh episode that ended up being like an hour long but that's okay <laughs> that's okay <laughs> that's fine it's not like it's not like a fucking two hour long yeah episode. exactly uh i i don't know what the plug this is weird um we don't have anyone to plug
1: i haven't watched it yet well okay uh, House on Haunted Hill or whatever that's really good on Netflix um, I have I'm was watching it literally minutes before we started recording and then I had to pause uh, but uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs is great it's from two it's from some of my like the Coen brothers are probably my favorite working directors today uh, it's a new Netflix show or movie and it's great I like it so far
0: wreck Ralph 2 just came out uh, it's really good uh, great score. Uh-huh. um, it's not the emoji movie. It's way better than that. <laughs> the trailers I, I, made it
1: look so much like the emoji
0: movie. And it's so good. It's really, it, it deals with a lot of mature, uh, mature topics, mm-hmm. um, which I think is really great. I, you know, I think we should explain. I think the reason why we do a lot of these plugs for social media or, not, or, or well, yeah, social media, but like pop culture is because, I mean, the whole thing is basically us recommending you guys to do stuff and suggesting other things to do with your life is a lot more fun than us just saying, "Hey, look at Drake's." Even though we would mentioned Drake's like five times, yeah, in yeah. Because it's like
1: we, we have interests outside of fashion. When Ethan and I hang out, unless it's a i mean, we're going to talk about clothes, but if it's not a menswear event, that's not all. That's not most of what we're talking about.
0: We're not. We're not threadheads. Yeah. <laughs> is that a thing? I'm I don't gonna, know. I'm coining that right now. Thread. Gonna, let me just Google. <gasps> Why it. don't we call the podcast Threadheads? Heads. That's thread actually real. That's actually really good. Fuck, now I wish we called it that. <laughs> Is that the new name for the blog now? Oh threadhead? my god, when you get oh your my own god. domain. <laughs> threadhead. It just might be. It just uh, might be. I'm actually, I'm going to look it up right now. Because I'm, it up I'm Googling it. it. There's com. a lot of
1: Threadheads, but there's uh, nothing like okay. big.
0: So Threadhead.com um, redirected to Killerdive.com. A small,
1: so, a small brand outside of uh, Texas. Or it might just be a married couple who are into clothes outside of Texas, I guess.
0: Threadheads.org. Oh, resale brokers.
1: Threadhead and Oh, Okay,
0: so Urban Dictionary, Threadhead. To have someone give you head through your jeans, (laughs) usually costing an extra lap dance from a stripper. Okay. And here's an example. Zach, did you have a good time with Mercedes? Hell yeah, I got some Threadhead. Well, there you go. (laughs) I actually still dig it, so that's great. Yeah, that's a good name. Well uh, you just leave, us, uh <laughs> leave us a comment on our instagram or dm us if you think that threadhead should be the next <laughs> blog post because i'm getting tired of street expressa just because it's so hard to tell people mm-hmm. i just give them a card saying follow me at ethan m wong don't even ask me what my blog name is
1: <laughs> you'll see my blog on my blog or my instagram <laughs> yeah
0: yeah all right guys well we'll see you guys we'll see you guys i said you guys twice <laughs> i'm like a record
1: it's like an amusement park. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's for the that's for the deep cut people. All right, we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.